What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it is the start of summer here on the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. It is your host, Ryan Hunter, along with co-host Rob, and we are starting summer off with a fight to the death. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you could call it that. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me back, Ryan. Thank you for being here on this truly exciting day. So earlier this week, we started summer camp on Rob's show with It Takes Two, which is an Olsen twins movie. That's right. (laughs) Similar plot to Parent Trap in a way. Yes, yes. It was my idea to compare these two movies as they do have a similar plot with two sets of people who look exactly alike meeting at camp and then while getting to know each other return back home to match up two people they believe should belong together to keep them together. So I had to ask this question because I am an It Takes Two person. And a lot of people grew up with The Parent Trap and forget about how amazing It Takes Two is. So if you want to listen to uh, that review, go to Movie Geek and Proud on your favorite podcast app and listen to that review. And then and then you can make comparison yourself. And not only that, we are going to compare evil potential stepmothers. Yes. So- <laughs> <laughs> That's that's right. Movies. Both movies have wicked ladies in their cast trying to get daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I thought it would be a nice idea to see who out of these two were the meanest of them all. I guess we're not going to do the final outcome today. So we're going to do a little poll on both of our respective social medias and and see which 
which you know fiance uh gets the vote as the baddest the meanest the most evil all of that and see which one goes on top ryan and i will both give our respective women their their list of achievements to vote on their side but he is going to represent miss meredith blake from the parent trap while i will be campaigning for clarice kensington (laughs) don't you love these rich pretentious evil stepmother names that they were both given so good i love their names memorable names questionable resting bitch faces definitely definitely but uh yeah this is also the kickoff to a crossover event that's going to last the entire summer. Ryan and I have decided to sort of band together and give you sort of this summer camp illusion throughout the entire summer, the three months of June, July, and August. And and just spend our time talking about movies that either take place during the summer or at camp. I will be yes. doing sort of the lighter films all across the board, including visits to a detention camp, drama camp, cheerleading camp, and And even other things that people do during the summer, which is have jobs. I'll be visiting an amusement park. Also, we have a group of girls who decide to put together their own babysitting club. Hint, hint. And then also including the fact that if you're not working, you must be in school. So we also do summer school as well. Oh, I love that. That was so much fun to do. That movie is amazing. Yeah, so definitely look out for that episode coming through the summer. So those episodes will be posted every week on Wednesday and then following Wednesday on Fridays will be Radical Retro and tell everyone what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Ours on the Radical will be a little darker. We're going to summer camp with Mr. Voorhees and Mama Pamela with the entire Friday the 13th series. And my God, Rob, there's a lot of movies to get through. Matter of fact, we are ending on Friday, August 13th. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's so cool, right? (laughs) Oh, and I should mention Thundercats fans, we didn't forget about you. To make this work with the Friday the 13th to end on Friday, August 13th, Thundercats is moving to Saturday until the end of August, where it will be back on Fridays. But you're still getting Thundercats. I'm sweating making these episodes work for you. They're not going to stop. Today, 1998's The Parent Trap, which was a remake of the 1961 film of the same name, The Parent Trap. Rob, this movie was released on July 29th of 1998 and was a box office success. I mean, I know at the time, this movie didn't go away. For years, it was around. People always spoke about it. And this is the beginning of The Low Hand. This is when yeah. we, we get her. Mm-hmm. You take that as you will positive or negative i would like to personally thank this movie for bringing lizzie lohan to the big screen because if it wasn't for this movie we would have never gotten freaky friday and that is one of my favorite family-friendly films that i've ever seen i love freaky friday with jamie lee curtis you love yourself some jamie lee oh my god but just those two together i just god that movie is so funny and we wouldn't have gotten that if people didn't receive Lindsay very well so yes to parents 
Parent Trap. <laughs> I have to say, I am not a huge Lindsay Lohan fan. Fair. But Rob rewatching this, I'm giving it to her for not only playing dual roles in her introduction to movies, but also when the roles switch, she's playing the opposite character playing the other character. That's that's pretty, I mean, that's really good, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I would have to look more into this, but you also have to give it to the fact that she was either talking to a tennis ball or some imaginary person next to her having to, you know, speak to herself throughout this whole movie. I mean, the literal first half is just those two constantly in a room while she's talking to herself. And and that's something to say for your first feature role. So yeah, I, I definitely give her props for this. Is I love to mention this, but this movie is so 90s. <laughs> the hijinks, the camp hijinks, the music that they play, the counselors, that female counselor with the glasses. I feel like she's just a 90s. The women that they use for these counselors. So I'll just say right now, the headmistress, Mrs. Deagle, she's from Gremlins. I can't believe yes. they allowed her around children after that role, but I, she must have been reformed or something. But I was like, oh my god, that's Mrs. Deagle. <laughs> <laughs> Get yes, her away from is. all those kids. Yes. But tell me if I'm wrong, her daughter in the movie. Yes. Isn't that Janet from Friends? The one with the she, laugh? She looks so familiar to me a few times. Is that her or am I wrong? I bet you you're right. Yes, Maggie Wheeler. That is Janice. Oh my god. That is okay, that's Janice. that makes sense. We also get Dennis Quaid, which Rob, I always have found to be a very attractive man. And he's got a, I mean, he's older now, but he has a body. He looked very good in this movie. I will say that for sure. I really enjoyed his character. I like when he plays happy characters too. Uh, he did that movie, uh, you know, a, a dog's life or whatever. You know, he's the owner of the dog that goes on that journey. Like, I liked his character in that too. Lately, he's been playing some very bad, evil characters in some, you know, B movie horror movies now. And yeah, he he's looking crazy as hell, just always just angry and whatnot. But yeah, watching him in this was refreshing to see him in his lighter side for sure. A, a nice father, right? And a loving father, one who yeah. wants to be with his kids oh we'll talk about that and uh yeah the parenting in this movie yeah we'll we'll talk about that we also get the late natasha richardson as elizabeth the mother of the twins now is natasha and jolie richardson related because i always got them confused all the time. Now, Julie Richardson is famous for Nip Tuck, and she also played the mom or the the woman character from uh, 101 Dalmatians. But when I hear their names, I could never put right. the face with the name. And so I wondered if they were related, but I wasn't sure. Her, I know she's Vanessa Redgrave's daughter and yes. Tony Richardson. But And can you believe, my God, she passed away 2009. I, it feels yeah. so house. Nice. yeah. Nope unfortunate truly unfortunate she always seemed like a lovely lady i mean based on i really always remember her from this movie oh, honestly. you know what she is she is sister to actress julie richardson okay so small world yeah there you go okay so good I had a reason. families i had a reason to get confused okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, great cast, for sure. And as a remake, I, I had seen the original one as a young kid. I don't remember anything about it. I know they, they swap places. But as a remake and a movie, 
honestly, I have to say it actually is a really good movie still on a technical level. I mean, rewatching this in 2021, I was surprised. It's a good movie. I was entertained still. Very nice. Very nice. And what did you think? I mean, is it, do you think an adult right now would, would get a kick out of this movie in, in 2021? Do you have to have grown up in the 90s to enjoy it? I think the childlike humor is is very present. I think any parent with kids can show their, their kids this movie. I also think there were some laugh out loud moments, but I uh, nostalgia, I think, does play a heavy part in this when you're recommending it to people. I, I still think this movie's kind of fun. For what it is. It's yes. a Disney movie about, oh, I guess let's just get into it. They separated these two twins and just assumed that for the rest of their life, they were not going to know about each other, never meet. I forgot if they were married, but no, they were married for a short time, the parents. What do you feel about this whole separating the twins? I think the Disney spin on this and having it be so happy and positive was a very, it was very detrimental to the heavy, I'm not going to say traumatic, but uh, you know, like this could lead to some heavy ass therapy trust issues like i've never seen such a positive spin on something so disgusting in in the fact of keeping not only your sister but your twin sister away from one another your entire life because you two can't get along i just i didn't understand sort of like the reasoning for this like yeah i moved one parent moved all the way to london while the other stayed in california and yes they stuck to their deal that they were never going to see each other again. And honestly, if it hadn't have been for them running into each other at camp, they probably would have done that and maybe their lives would have been good for it. But do you see how easy it was for these parents to get back together, remember the good times? And and they broke up over a misunderstanding. It was like, I ran, you didn't chase after me, and because you didn't have the balls to come after me, we didn't belong together. I mean, it was so easy for them to get and back together. And his excuse was, I didn't think you wanted me Exactly. could have tried and seeing if she did want you to. On that basic misunderstanding, you chose that these two kids would never ever know about each other and the people around them knew about the other and they were forced to secrecy. Like that is, it's weird. It's a very weird concept to split these siblings up the way that they did because their pride couldn't take responsibility. It was just a weird thing. So I didn't like that. When you think of it as an adult, oh my God, they just separate. They didn't even mention that you have a sibling, like nothing. I mean, I know that that's whole the point of how this movie works. Well, just later in the movie, when, you know, the kids sort of reveal the truth to everyone, like, yeah, um, I wanted to get to know you. She wanted to get to know the mom. And like, yeah, hi, mom. I've always wanted to meet you. I would have been pissed. I was like, how dare you yes. separate us? Like, how, why did you make this? Like, they never questioned why they were separated or got pissed or angry. Like, how dare you not tell me about my sister? Like, none of that came about in this whole movie. And it was just weird and they both live parallel lives in the fact that the father has an assistant slash nanny her name is cheesy chessy oh <laughs> i always called her jesse but apparently her name is chessy i know her name was was jesse as well and then i'm looking at this i wrote cheesy 
<laughs> oh my god okay chessie and the mother has mark who is her her butler uh, slash uh, yeah. assistant and they both respectively love each child that the parent has and there's sort of the parallel of each other they both know the secret which is again yeah everyone is in on this including the grandfather that lives in england mm-hmm. and it, it's crazy that this was allowed to happen but the magic of disney <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah. Rob, do you think it's crazy the fact that they even heard about this camp in America that she would attend leaving England not only for these many weeks to sleep over but to go to a random it would be very interesting how this little girl in london was just like i want to see america i want to go to this camp i mean there was never really a discussion as to why she wanted to go to camp at that specific age that year i the camp really didn't do anything to be like this is the year you want to attend you know but yeah i think she just wanted a taste of what it's like to be in america is it fate are we trying to say it's one of those like serendipity moments that this was meant to happen most likely most likely i mean like when she came home they kind of brought it up or whatnot but yeah i don't think they really said anything really as to why she wanted to go but yeah we'll take it as a serendipitous moment for sure fact that when they even see each other at first they don't realize that they're twins well that's how traumatizing this could have been because it's like if we were related and if we are sisters i know that my parents wouldn't keep us apart so you must be a doppelganger because i know my parents aren't that evil you know like there has to be some other explanation but let's just throw in just a little bit of a meta nepotism going on here so at this all girls camp there is one boy who (laughs) manages to stay the entire summer even though he got lost and ended up at this camp instead but then like all the girls are like oh my god you have to keep in touch you know you can't leave that is I'll be back next year. <laughs> that is younger brother Michael Lohan of the Lohan family. Yes, that is why he was in this movie. He, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know that. I did not put, t- I didn't see the Lohan on him. I didn't smell it. Oh, I should have smelt it. I had to look it up. I was like, this one boy out of nowhere, there must be some family connection. So yeah, his name is Michael and he is a younger brother to Lindsay. I don't, it was such a little thing, but that made me laugh every little scene that they had him sitting with the all these girls, even at the lunch at the table. And he's on the cell phone trying to like connect to somebody to get out of this camp. Very Funny cute. little cute thing. Very cute. The sisters are named, Haley and Annie. Yeah, yeah, Hallie, Hallie and Annie. Can you believe that the one from England, Annie was the Annie one? is the one from England, yes. Didn't know about Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, at that time, how sheltered could she? Her mother was a designer and all these things. It's like... Didn't you love how Hallie also had Andrew Keegan on her wall, too? <laughs> yes, she did! Yes, I so did. saw Andrew Keegan. That was so funny. We should mention uh, Camp Walden is one of the locations we'll be visiting this this. <laughs> this summer so we're all at camp walden and i love their name their bunk name is um arapaho and i was like Utah. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but Arapaho is actually a, a name of Native a Americans. Term. Yeah, so Arapaho are people of Native American historically living on the plains of Colorado and Wyoming. 
I thought I'd just kind of like throw that in there. They were close allies of the Cheyenne tribe and loosely aligned with the Lakota and Dakota tribe. And this was by 1850s. The Arapaho bands formed two tribes, the Northern and then the Southern Arapaho. So even though the name sounds kind of funny, this is actual tribe. So I just wanted to kind of like put that in there. That there's a little history to the names that were chosen in this movie. It wasn't a future, a future premonition of what Lohan might have become. <laughs> you are so bad. <laughs> uh, but throughout this whole movie, I love the fact that not one friend of either girls noticed that there were two of them. Yeah, that's the thing, because yes, they both have their own like click at, at a quote unquote group of friends that they quickly, I think, lose once they become sisters and, you know, have to work together and all these things. But yeah, the fact that no one noticed this up until this point, yeah. when they reveal themselves after fencing, by the way, you know, this is some rich ass camp. <laughs> <laughs> they offer fencing. <laughs> and I love that Holly knows how to do it too. Like, you know, don't don't hate on the US. US can be in fencing just as much as, you know, the the Londoners, but magically, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was that was clever. But yeah, nobody noticed them in the hall. Like, I understand those two not being able to see each other, but the fact that no of their friends and okay, this is also what's so funny too, is when they first see each other and they're like, Oh, you look like me, they immediately don't like each other, right? They're throwing digs at each other. But it was just the mean face that they were giving each other that I found to be so cringy. You know, like they were told to just huff and like oh, you know, yeah. just like, oh, I'm gonna like charge at you. I was like, okay. Lindsay stop <laughs> like this is not yeah she was shooting the scenery there a little I think that was the only time I was like Lindsay's questionable in this acting right now is just her mean face I would probably be the same th- way because I can't give a mean face to save my life but I just thought that was so funny the way that they were like pretending to be mad at each other <laughs> <laughs> and it makes no sense that they're mad because they look alike or they just gel. I, I, it's it, it happens quickly, but they quickly learn to. They do pranks on each other, which is, again, such a 90s trope. This camp prank, the music when the counselor walks in and she's like sliding through. Such a 90s movie. You know what else was really 90s was the fact of how easy it was for these girls to just become instant friends. Oh, can you help me with my bag? Oh, yes, we're besties now. God. Don't you wish it was just that easy to make friends now? Oh my what god! They call I her really... yellow girl, girl in the yellow, like the sports girl. She just pulled that bag right out. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, how cool is that? And then, bam, instant friends done. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you, Rob. I didn't go to sleepaway camp, thank God. Yeah, but I went to camp in the summer between fifth grade and sixth because my parents thought that was going to make me tougher <laughs> not to get through life because I'm such like how I am now. <laughs> I hated it. Oh, it was the worst thing, and you don't meet anyone. No. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah, I didn't go to camp. And I talked a little bit about this on the It Takes Two review. But yeah, I wasn't sent off to camp. I didn't venture out. You know, my venturing was going to a different city where most of my family lived. That's what I would do. Well, Any, that's a nice little getaway, though. Yeah, anytime that I had a weekend where I was just like, I want to go visit my cousins in Seattle because I lived in Tacoma at the time. This was all in Washington. And, you know, that would be my trip. You know, it would be a 45, almost to an hour drive. And then I would go there for the weekend and come back. So those were my 
my outings. I didn't do camp or anything like that. So good because you would have Monday through Friday when the bus picked you up, you would have been crying. Wait, <laughs> I don't want to go. I want to stay home and watch TV. But I love how so the two sisters are you know sent to that room, you know solidarity room. We have a solidarity room. Yeah, camp or cabin or whatever because they pulled this huge prank and it ended up backfiring on the counselors. But they're sitting there like, oh my god, you have the same birthday as me and we look alike and they still don't get it they're like how weird is that i was like yeah because parents lie they lie big time (laughs) i only have a mother and you only have a father you've never seen your mom and i've never seen my dad you have one old picture of your mom and i have one old picture of my dad but at least yours is probably a whole picture mine's a pathetic little thing all crinkled and ripped right down the middle and What are you rummaging in your trunk for? This is a picture of my mom, and it's ripped too, right down the middle. I don't know if it's what got you, Rob, but the fact, and I didn't remember this, that they both have a half of a photo of the parents. They both brought it with them. They they put the photo together, for sure realized that, oh my God, they're talking about the same people. But who, first off, who ripped the photo? Yeah. Who decided to give each one half like that? I don't know. There's something about that just made me cringe, too, that the fact that they even have, like, a ripped photo. Couldn't even have been a nice photo of the mother and father. Yeah. Ripped like this, crooked all crooked, not even cut with a scissor. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, it's it's the Disney child like way of discovering. It, it's just just plays the Goonie, into that. Put a map together, like yeah, yeah like a treasure yeah. map. Or yeah, something it, like it just that. falls into that. So I mean, great choreograph, I guess we could say. But I mean, clearly you guys are twins, right? Do you remember this moment with the peanut butter and Oreos? I only remembered it while watching this movie that they had like this thing that oh, you eat peanut butter and Oreos as well. <laughs> Do you remember ever trying that? I feel like I tried. This I did after not the try movie. that. I did not try that. I mean, I'm not even a cookies with milk person you know Mm. i ate that shit dry as hell and got all crumbs in my mouth did not care i was never that oh i need milk with my cookies i've never been that way so and and here's the thing i recently probably in the last like three years okay that i really started eating peanut butter the last three years yeah wow and and here's the thing like low-key you know like i would have a you know pb and j every once in a while and it wasn't a big deal but in my childhood it was only jelly sandwiches i never touched peanut butter because it was just too thick and and sticky to me and i just couldn't deal with it but then you know i started eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a little bit more and then i got to the peanut butter and bananas I would put peanut butter on the bananas. Elvis, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's usually the only time that I eat peanut butter is with a banana. But other than that, I was hardly ever a fan. So no, I never Reese's tried it. Peanut butter cup? I ate those. Okay. Uh, but they weren't, you know, my go-to, you know, like I'm a Rolos man. You know, I like you my- You do love your Rolos. I like yes. my caramel. I, I don't really do peanut Ooh. butter. Like I didn't do Butterfingers. It just was not my thing. They remade Butterfingers, everybody. And they said, <laughs> they made it better and it tastes terrible <laughs> just want to say that talk about retro right <laughs> <laughs> wow i just want to do a whole segment of how it tasted when you first had the peanut butter with the jelly <laughs> like <laughs> fascinated honestly that's funny 
So they do the plot, Rob. We're going to teach each other everything about each other's life to do a swap, including making maps of each other's homes. Which I thought was actually kind of clever. Yeah, I mean, if you really are going to impersonate somebody, then yeah, you got to tell them everything, especially the handshake, and you had to get it right. With Martin. Did you like Martin? Love Martin. I feel I like love Martin. he would be your, uh, your type. <laughs> no, because you know he reminds me of? Glasses, burlesque, share. Uh, oh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. He gives me Tucci vibes. Gotcha. I can definitely see that. <laughs> Martin was quite a character too. I I liked his bubbly side. I loved how vulnerable he was, and that he also played a straight man because you don't see many like that. Yes, but a lot of people in touch also, with his feelings. But a lot of people associate British with being gay and feminine as well, so it could go either way. But at the same time, it was nice to see a character like that. And I a speedo. <laughs> I honestly prefer my butler from It Takes Two, Vincenzo. I prefer Vincenzo over Martin, but Martin is still a good character. It's so crazy how many parallels this movie, so many, honestly. So many, so many. And we'll definitely talk about that in our bonus episode when we talk about the fiancés, how similar these movies are. I totally forgot, too, that he went along with the trip. And I forgot so much parts of this movie. I don't know why. The low hands switch. Yeah. One goes back to London and the other goes back to a winery in California with their rich... Well, they both have rich parents. Yeah, Napa. Yeah. No, they're both taken care of financially. This is not the movie where there's a struggle. Like, they're rich enough to pull off some... Yeah, we'll just, you know, switch. And then when they find out, they'll just fly from London to, you know, to San Francisco Cisco, dime of a hat. Yeah, we have the money to fly to London. Now look, if this happened to me, I'd be like, you're my child now because I don't have <laughs> London money. I do not have London money. I don't know where you think I have London money. You are now a citizen of the United States. Done deal. You, you know what? You're taking her social security number. Exactly. You are the same person. <laughs> exactly. I am not flying you to London because you guys want to play some trick. They would have got their asses whooped and you would have been paying for this like no college for you. I tried to save. You're not going to college now. You're you're paying for this ticket like seriously <laughs> we got to make sure that both families are rich because they can pull this kind of shenanigan off with no punishment whatsoever you know what though i gotta say for as dirty as these parents did them i'm not even mad at them i mean i would never do this i would never have the balls to a thank a you away ca- camp to begin with no let's go from <laughs> the <sleepaway> camp <laughs> to another country that i've never been and pretending to be somebody else no I got a little bit of anxiety too when Holly walked into her home and opened the door and just saw all of this glam and I was just like I would be freaking out that I don't know where something is it's just so new but that's me personally my anxiety would go through the roof if I had to do this yes because even you know Rob too like they didn't know how to interact with the person you would think they would be like well I hug the butler you know it's not an awkward thing for us like he loves me I love him yeah or even um, with cheesy whatever her name is <laughs> it's so funny that they all knew that something was wrong without knowing. So I love that that they it's not like it just played like they all everyone's like, yeah, we, we don't know that these girls switch. They, they are do notice some differences. Different. Like, thank God the ears were pierced because that would have given away. They noticed that right oh, away with Annie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. With Annie, they knew it right away. Oh, my God, you got your ear pierced. You cut your hair like they noticed those things right away. So it had to be done. Oh, you cut your pierced ears and you cut your hair and you did everything 
England this summer. I don't know if my parents would have. I'm surprised the mom didn't get mad about that. She was totally up for that. She was like, oh, am I going to find out you got tattoos or something? Like- oh, yeah. What, what else is cha- mm. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I do love that the dog in California knows the difference between yeah. the two of them. Dog too, sense so- evil. <laughs> She's evil. <laughs> no, I honestly think it's like, a, it, it could be like a smell or something. But here's the thing, though. Noticing all of these things, and this goes both ways with, with the dad and the mom. It's like, especially with the nanny. Like, the nanny was just like, why are you doing this? Um, She doesn't know how to open a door correctly. Like, what is going on? I'd have been like, changeling, get her out, burn her. I'd have been like, this is a changeling. She is impersonating. She's an imposter. Like, I seriously would have just straight up said changeling right away. You know this is Tia and Tamara with iguana in Are You Afraid of the Dark? There's an iguana in You are hilarious. It's a chameleon. (laughs) A chameleon. A chameleon. That's right. You're such a New Yorker. You just put words onto things and it's just the correct way of saying them every single time. It's never correct. That's the thing. It's never correct. With the the iguana and the- No, it's a- You know that iguana that they put in, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a chameleon. You are so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, how creepy would that be, though? It's just like, who are you? And, and you know, lo and behold, she didn't even think twice that it could be the other twin because, again, they're I mean, so yeah, the far odds, removed. Right? What are the odds? It's just kind of sad that she knows about this girl and doesn't even think, like, could this be the other? You know? It well, just... What about when she finds out, Rob, and she has an emotional breakdown and the father is just like... But my thing is, is that she's emotional. She's like, oh my god, I'm so, like happy that you're here but it's like where the fuck is annie though where's holly oh where's the real one like she's so happy but she just assumes that the other one is safe and sound in london like i again this does she even does she like yeah right at that point you don't even know how this came about you i mean you know what happened i guess during camp but yeah when did the alien when did the chameleon yeah yeah thing go into the body oh my god This, Rob, we get the reveal of a black cat. Mm-hmm. This black, very go-into-the-derby horse race hat that Miss Meredith Blake has. Meredith Blake. So she is our <sighs> villain of the movie. This actress, I don't want to say anything, but this actress is this because she's so good like she portrays this very well yes yes definitely so i have a really huge qualm about certain romantic comedies most of them sort of fit this trope but these wholesome gentlemen these these nice guys these all around jack of all trades i want to say like perfect men or perfect women depending on the movie and they for some reason happen to always fall for the worst woman in history right and this was what six weeks yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with Meredith. She she knows exactly who she is. She's a take charge woman. She's badass. Yes, she's a little bit of a gold digger. I mean, she's raised by the worst parents ever. Did you see that reaction? Oh, I wrote that. That reaction between her and her parents was disgusting. It was disgusting, but there are people like that. But here's the thing. If you are a man who doesn't notice stuff like that from the beginning, like that to me doesn't say much about him and his life choice. 
choices <laughs> when he could fall for a woman like that. But it's it's well, just he gives that, away children. He gave away his other daughter. So what is this, right? <laughs> it's just when you lead into a marriage and get engaged to a woman who clearly is not the right person for you. Like it just it's just an unnecessary adversary to to showcase like who really should be together. This woman is not a threat. She's not. She just happens to be the one who stands in the way of possibly getting married and stopping from the couple. But like, there's no real threat here. These are two different women. She's obviously trash, right? So it's just, it's just weird. Like, I don't see it, you know, like, yeah, she may have gotten what's coming to her. But if she wants to date a man who has money, let her date a man who has money. Like, I don't see anything wrong with the fact of her going for hers. You know, it's just him if he wants to be stupid about it. And maybe that's the type of woman that he likes. Like, I don't, I just think she got the short end of the stick here. I'm not completely. Well, he likes blondes, evidently, because this is his second blonde. Yeah. She's 26 years old. I do love that she says Lohan's character that she's, oh, you're going to adopt her or something like that. That was funny. That was really funny. There's my girl. Honey, I want you to meet a friend of mine. This is Meredith Blake. Hi. Hi, Meredith Blake. But you're right, Rob. I mean, this goes against my argument that I have to battle for Meredith being evil. But I gotta say, you're right. She puts it on the table. It's not like she's... Yes, she does have this two-faced thing with this daughter. But I want to ask you a serious question. I can't stand this one. But do you think she would have treated the daughter badly as she does if it wasn't for her right away? The character comes on her strong. Like, is giving her all these I don't like you already, Meredith kind of things. I honestly went into this movie thinking that Meredith was just an evil, just creature. Like, I, I was like, I'm gonna come into this, she's gonna be so demanding, yeah, and like... me too! She treats Nick like royalty. I mean, granted, she has an alternative motive, but it's not like, oh, I wanna get his fortune, and like, divorce him and steal his money. I think she genuinely likes him on top of the fact that she and he has sex. money. Yeah, on top of the fact that he has money. But like, I expected her to be so evil, and like, oh, I hate kids or whatever. Meredith yes. was just like, oh my god, I've heard so much about you, you seem cool. And it's Aunt, not Annie, but Holly, she's the one that turns it 360 and immediately sets the tone, I don't like you. And what does she do? I'm not gonna let this little girl stop me from getting the man that I want. Right. It's on you that you don't like me. And, you know, she reacts. Yes, she doesn't play the type of woman to adapt to a girl who doesn't favor the new woman right right away. I totally get that. You know, the minute she says, oh, we're gonna send that kid to boarding school you know like she she has something that's standing in her way right well and she has a reason too right yeah. because i do think that if she didn't come out her hot and heavy like that again this is not defending meredith at all of course but i do think it is that because she wants to you know she's giving this i'm not going to make it easy for you to marry my father kind of thing and you're right i do get the idea that she likes him as well and given that annie is such the proper you know little yeah. girl the fact that she had so much like callbacks and reads and just the pranks you know like her just being like oh you're gonna adopt her i mean she she clearly read the father for phil dating this young woman and i'm just like i didn't think that was in annie's character to really do that but i was like that's right it's almost like they forgot in a way yes because i could have seen the tough american well that's she wasn't a new yorker uh california native being more ballsy like that 
but even when she's like, what are you celebrating when the father's like, oh, we're going to get champagne. And she and Meredith's got those answers, though. You're homecoming, of course, because she's like, I'm not bringing up the marriage yet. I yeah, she's this. totally respective of like letting Nick tell her when she, he's ready. I just feel that Meredith was a little bit misunderstood. But at the same time, yes, yeah, she was a little evil. She's not a right woman for him. I, I mean, unless I missed it, it didn't seem like she was trying to take his money and run. She just wanted no. to be a part of a fortune. It's just the way that she was raised and she is who she is. I, I Right, you, you know. get the sense from her parents. Yeah. You may call me Aunt Vicky, the yeah. mother. Oh, I wanted to slap her. Where, I where's know. Where you get aunts from? I know. It's weird. Yeah. Totally weird. She's everything you ever wanted for your daughter, plus millions more. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but then we go to the other side and we have Holly going to London to, as Annie and meeting the mom. And the mom, I think, is such a cool mom. She's so down to earth and she, she knows how to have fun. You know, she's not as proper as you would think a Londoner would be. But, you know, like she seems like a cool chick, right? And she goes yes. on this photo shoot. She's like, you want to come with me? And they're like doing the whole photo photo shoot thing you know i i thought that i thought that was great what i wanted to tell you though so the model who is like in the gowns and you know they're doing the photo shoot or whatever she was in a little movie called batman and robin she was nora freeze she was mr freeze's oh she was mr freeze's wife in the in the you know in the tank or whatever yeah she played nora freeze so she plays roles that she doesn't speak (laughs) apparently model and frozen in a block of ice (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah i thought that was cool too because i recognized her face you know and i was just like let me look her up but what do you think about like holly's uh you know rendition of trying to be like annie and meeting the grandparent and whatnot i mean i think out of the two she was the one that was like stumbling the whole for for the most part i feel like yeah it's almost like it's a I guess a cliche, but you would say someone maybe from London is more sophisticated and worldly and able to adapt easier. But like Europe is different. Like, so I could see an American going there and be like, whoa, what am I getting myself into? I like when she crawls out of the closet from her phone call and they're all just standing there like, what are you, <laughs> you mean doing? A Harry Potter closet? I, I was like, that is a Harry Potter closet if I ever saw one. But I love how the grandfather catches her and was like, okay, Spilly, you got a story to tell. And again, he they're they're cool with it they're they're very chill they do understand the yearning and the need for them to want to know one another and this could have gone uh, sideways it has to be like child abuse right to like separate your children and never tell a twin like you said a twin we go through back and forth different pranks and shenanigans of her trying to a get the two sisters together so they could stop this upcoming wedding yeah yeah i mean the literal sense of parents trap definitely plays into this you know they have a plan immediately we gotta go to the same location let's switch places and you know she's very nervous about meeting him and i thought that was also really cute too and martin's like oh you gotta wear this number when you go see an ex yeah martin yeah very and and i'll and here's the other thing too another parallel that we'll bring up too and it takes two the butler the help is treated like family like they're not servants they're not like no i shouldn't say slaves but they're not just people who work for me like when you've been with the family long enough this is how i would treat the help quote unquote i would never have some hierarchy or some you know totem where you are beneath me you know like especially when they've raised their kids for them that's what i'm yes exactly but i have this love for the children yeah but i do love 
the fact that both movies definitely treated them as part of the family. And she says to him, you do not have to go as my butler. You can come to me as family with me on this vacation. I love that. It's such a small line, but I look for that stuff because I hate when the help is treated like oh, they're crap. It's it's so stupid. But I, I love that this movie put that in there. I gotta say, everyone is really likable and easygoing. You're absolutely right, yes. I guess except for Meredith. But I, you know what? I gotta say, the part that got me the most with Meredith and I texted Rob as soon as she did it she brings a bell oh yeah the bell was oh, good. I don't know why that was so disrespectful to me but literally Ch- Chessie is in the like I guess the kitchen the, the door is open and she brings this little red box she comes over opens it and rings a freaking bell yeah she's what? like you rang oh my god but I love too though because you know the dog you know <laughs> barks and almost bites Meredith and she was like good dog <laughs> I love that but to me isn't this not Nick's he should have put an end to this right see, there not like oh just oh yeah you know, see like- this is why I can't I can't hate on Meredith because Nick has that little bit of a rich sort of like it's in him and you know could you though could you get a some I, my head is Kenya though you know and I get it take orders from him instead of her but I, yeah I can't be mad at that but that's such a very 90s thing right I mean just think about all of those TV shows when in a situation like this where I you know I'm the boss here's a bell or you know when somebody gets sick what happens every single episode when somebody gets sick you bring out a bell and you just play that little scene where the bell gets annoying. So it's a very 90s thing. They brought that in there. So it just shows that she was waiting to have a moment that she could. She couldn't even wait for the wedding. Yeah. Like she brought this bell out. She's like, I'm starting to give you some of my my cards right here. There's a bell involved. Yeah. I couldn't though. I mean, you're right. It, this, it has to be because Nick is allowing this and he has a little of that. But I would be like, I'm sorry. This is, you don't call her with a bell. <laughs> you know, she's been working with me for years. <laughs> Didn't you also, I, I love, this is a, a funny scene, I thought, and this is more towards, like, Lindsay Lohan's sort of acting. Uh, Holly meets Meredith for the first time, the real Holly, right? And they're at the elevator, and she's like, where's your father? You're supposed to meet me for drinks, and yada yada. And then she goes, oh, you're Holly. And then while they were waiting for the elevator, she sized her up. Remember how she just looked down and up at her? Yes! I was like, yes, Lindsay. <laughs> but then thought, she's like, oh, you're pretty. Oh, yeah, she was like, you are very pretty. Yeah, that's a read. That's such a read. <laughs> so but I good. love that Meredith is just like, oh, well, now you're going to be trying to be nice. So they know, they even though it's two separate people, they she already knows the relationship, how it's going to be with the two of them. And she's, yeah. Well, do you think this was too easy to get the parents back together, honestly? I think it was. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect like any super romantic tropes of them like chasing one to the other, like in an airport or anything like that. I didn't need those theatrics, right? It was clear that these two still loved each other, especially with the mom who like actually cared how she looked in front of Nick. Like Nick's like look right. in the elevator when he first sees her. Like it was clear they're still into each other. But again, it just goes back to like they never wanted to speak ever again to each other. Like what happened? That was so bad. You know, yes, it did feel that it was too easy. And I even have a note in here too. Meredith's exit from the relationship was also just like that. It was just done so quickly, you know? 
they went camping and <clears throat> they played they a lot of pranks her and mountain lion sticks. Yeah, banging sticks together. And you know, yeah, she she was given a, a huge test that she failed miserably. She couldn't cut it as getting her hands dirty, which is more on Nick's sort of characteristic and personality. You know, she's a little bit too you know uppity for that kind of thing, and she clearly can't get along with this kid, Meredith. I can't believe that she actually thought that Nick was going to choose her over this kid. Yeah, when she says that, like, what does she think? What is he going to do? Just be like, well, yeah, you know what? I sent the other one away so she can go to England too. And immediately he's like, no. And like, it made perfect sense for him to like not even hesitate or think about it. He's oh, like, thank God. how dare you try and put my child over you? Like, are you serious right now? But her exit was a little forced. Wrapped up in me. I didn't feel that there was, I mean, yes, she was kind of the villain of the movie, but there was just, there wasn't this moment of like triumphant over her. It was just like, we're going to play these pranks. She gives an ultimatum and she's like, no. And the mom knew better. I think the mom set her up. I think the mom knew better that she wasn't going to last. And she was like, I don't need to go on this trip. I will let her be her own enemy and she's going to ruin herself and I will stay out of it. But right? did she think that though she were going to end up with her or she was just whatever? And again, I don't want to defend Meredith, but they really tortured her on that camping trip. They put shit in her hair. They put her out to sea, float on her sleeping pill that she was on. She woke up in the in the ocean. I mean, well, this is actually, I wouldn't have had a great. I wouldn't have had a good time either. I but. wouldn't have either. The, but this is actually really interesting. What did you think about the one on one conversation that they had, Meredith and quote unquote Annie? You know, she approached her with you know can i sit can we talk yada yada and then she again laid it down on her like i don't like you and then she's like okay look little brad if this is what you want to do then we'll do it and i'm not gonna let you break us up like what do you think about that like clearly this this grown woman shouldn't have this little girl best her right like she shouldn't get so riled up about what a child says to her she should be a little bit more mature for sure but like what do you think about this one-on-one -on -one that they had i mean you're right meredith is not anything that she isn't yeah i guess she pretends that she likes the kids a little more but in that position what the hell are you gonna do i honestly think it's again she's reacting to everything that they're doing if it would have been easy she might have been not the best stepmother at all i don't think she would have like went out of her way to maybe torture them yeah yeah, because even during this trip, she's taking everything that they're giving. Like they put everything, they, everything that they did to her. That she's just kind of like, ah. But it's not like she's like, you bitch, you little bitch. You know, like I mean, until, I mean, until the very next morning, whatever. But. but I mean, is it like kids will be kids though? Because how dare you disrespect the woman that I'm going to marry by taking her mattress and putting it in the middle of a lake? Like that's that's like messed up. Now I don't, I don't care how evil this woman is. Like, I just love the fact that he's just like, okay, yeah, they did that. Don't try and put my kid in. Like, it was just, I don't know. It just was forced. It felt very forced. It, it, it is. It really is. It's a forced way to get them together back again. And, and they do that little, okay, well, they're not even going to get to back together anyway kind of thing that they kind of, she's, no, she can't do it. Yeah, you know, the, but I also mother. think at that point of the camping trip, though, that he had already checked out. Like, he was all oh, about think? the mom. He, oh, he was so about the mom. The whole time, like, when, you know, he's flying in pools and can't even, like, say his words when he sees her. Like, he already checked out. He's like, damn, you look good. I know I'm with Meredith, but it's whatever. Like, I, like she did, she did my job. About her. She did my job for me. I don't have to break up with her. She gave me a reason to end it. He couldn't wait to go back home and be like, yeah, let's go out on a 
date. Good, good. Maybe, Rob, that's why he didn't care that they put her in the water. Exactly. Right? Maybe yeah. that makes more sense that it's in his head it was kind of, all right, yeah. it's over, it's done. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were going to break these kids up again, I mean, they were going to come visit each other, supposedly. But, I mean, that's hard. I mean, you did this to them all their life, and now that they're... I mean, they were like best friends now, or you would assume that you're going to do it to them again. I mean, yeah, they'll keep in contact. They have enough money to be able to call, collect England and California, vice versa. But damn, damn, just that idea that they were just going to boop, bye. Yeah. (laughs) The parent trap. All in all, Rob, feelings, what you think, what you don't. I think this is a really good kids film. I mean, just capturing sort of the friendship and, and the, the fun that's that's had at camp, the shenanigans and the pranks that happen with Meredith and the kids. You know, the duality of Lindsay Lohan just, you know, playing both roles. Great scenery with London and Napa. I mean, the, the movie was gorgeous, right? They it had, was. They had really nice... Nice, shot. nice set pieces. Yeah, I, I, you know, and it's it's just a fun family film. The supporting characters of Martin and Chessie, especially those two hooking up, was genius. I love that those two had a thing. And they had to separate at the end, too, prior to this. They I were know. like, oh, my God, we're, we're all breaking up. We're not going to see our... But, you know, at, at the you know with the credits, they show that they got married. But, I mean, I also love the fact that those characters were fleshed out. Like, they got character development. They weren't just the help. You know, they weren't just the sidekicks. Right. Like, they developed, a, a, you know, a couple of scenes where they were looking at each other. I just thought all of that was great. And so this movie's fun. I still dig it today. I think the movie also still works. I mean, this movie will one day be the parent trap of the original. You know, we'll look back and be like, this is that old movie parent trap, you know, with that Lizzie Lohan girl, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's where it all started. Yeah, I mean, our parents would be like, oh yeah, parent trap with Hayley Mills and Freaky Friday with with Jodie Foster. You know, this is our Hayley Mills. This is our Jodie Foster Freaky Friday. You know, that's exactly it. I think the movie works still. You know, I I don't think it's too cheesy. I don't find the acting to be, you know, bad. And here's the thing. Meredith Blake is going to be one of those sort of like women, female character icons that the gays gravitate to. (laughs) I mean, she's she's literally in a book and in a list of women that gays will flock to and just admire for her fashion, her confidence, her shadiness, all of that. She doesn't take any prisoners. This is exactly what gays love. Um, yeah, her nickname is Cruella. I love that. And no, but I mean, this movie is fun. I, I, I don't, I don't really see anything wrong with it. Is it a perfect movie? No, but for a Disney film, for a family film, I think the movie still works today. Yeah, it still held up. Besides, I mean, I joked around earlier, but there's a few shots that you could tell Lindsay's head was superimposed on another girl's body, which <laughs> back in the day on VHS, and you're not going to notice this, but when you're streaming this on Disney Plus, you could definitely see that, that dark around the head. What are you going to do when you're playing dual roles? But Rob, (laughs) the Disney Plus, is remaking the parent trap speaking of you're kidding it says as of two years ago they've been in development with this so you're right there's going to be whatever generation this is wow parent interesting trap. call it the parent trap legacy you, <laughs> you know like you know like, legacy <laughs> <laughs> i wonder when we'll get any information it seems like these disney plus movies like hocus pocus 2 they're in the works but now, when will they as come? long as this parent 
Parent Trap is actually a full-length Hollywood-produced film, and it's not some TV movie like Adventures in Babysitting and like Freaky Friday. They've all been watered down to just be a, a simple TV movie. Hopefully, Parent Trap gets the full, like, work of being an actual theatrical released film next week we officially start from june to august we will be doing our summer camp tour movie geek and proud next wednesday we'll start off visiting band camp as i review the film american pie presents band camp the straight to video sequel showing the shenanigans of band camp and then following that is next friday friday the 13th part one we're doing the first Friday the 13th. David will be along for that one. But then don't worry, because Rob will be back for part two, yep. which is his favorite. Yeah, it's favorite. my favorite of the franchise, so I definitely have to come back for that. So yes, definitely tune in. You'll get two doses of summer camp fun each week from now on until the end of August. I'm oh, so excited. Goodness. This is going to be so cool. I can't wait. Rob, where can the lovely people find you? Movie Geek and Proud is on most podcasts apps uh, you can find us on instagram movie geek and proud all one word on twitter we are under the handle mgnp podcast definitely follow the show and uh, join in in all the reviews regarding summer camp and you can reach the radical retro podcast all one word on instagram as well as youtube where you can find video formats of this podcast as well as other fun videos that we try to sporadically throw up there including upcoming commercials for summer camp summer no but this was a lot of fun thanks for for reviewing this with me yeah, yeah it was fun to watch parent trap again and to be continued when we have our mini wrap-up of the versing of the two ladies so thank you again radical ones we will be back really shortly please remember to vote for your favorite or least favorite yeah stepmother. We'll, we'll post it on twitter <laughs> and instagram and we'll we'll collect some numbers and talk about what we got once we record our result we'll be counting the numbers bringing you the results and hearing who is the wickedest of them all you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.